tuned in to the Devil's Mic with your hosts, Johnny Zapata, Moses, and Gabe Walker. Hey, we back at it again with the black bands. Oh, it's white bands. Anyways, yeah, I have to know. Anyways, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Devil's Mic, episode five. I keep forgetting I lost count, man. Yeah, it seems, yeah, seems, seems about right. Anyways, this your boy, Johnny Sapata. And as always, I'm here with... Moses. Gabe. And we got a, a guest co-host today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Disaster Peace. Disaster Peace. Okay. Like the Slipknot song. No, yeah, it's... Uh, well, that too, but it's my MC name. Uh, I'm a rapper. Uh, oh, okay. And then after I chose the name, I realized that it was a Slipknot song. That I already liked that Slipknot song, but I forgot about it from like fifth grade. Yeah, so yeah, I came yeah. back, I'm like, sick, it works out. Yeah. What's your real name? My real name is Justin. Hey. <laughs> Justin. Hey. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thanks for being a guest on the show. We got a lot to touch on today, but let's go ahead and get it started like we always do. Hit them shout outs. I want to give a shout out to... Christian McGann, that boy started his own podcast. He has such a soothing voice. He does. I like it, man. Like, he has a great screaming voice, a great speaking voice. He's so nice. Like, I like it. I love that dude. I listen, I listen to the first two podcasts, and I was like, yeah. I started got to get him on the show. One. Yeah, I'm, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's That'd do be it. cool. This is a formal invite, Christian, so if you're listening, which I doubt you are, but I'll hit you up anyways. <laughs> All right. And then uh, just virtue in general, shout out to Belligerence, that boy Gabe, that boy Disaster Peace. We got two out of five. Five yeah, guys. Two, yeah, 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 two out of five. Five guys, burgers, and fries. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> uh, shout out that boy Caillou. He knows how to rage. Caillou. <laughs> um, Random as hell. I, I don't know. Uh, I've really been keeping to myself shout out to g4s security giving me a good job hell yeah i've been doing like 90 hour weeks getting like or not 90 hour weeks but like you know 90 hour every two weeks making 16 an hour it's pretty tight able to do stuff getting a new house you know what shout out to my wife yeah she's been really cool and her in-laws or my in-laws her parents have been really tight so shout out to my wife yeah right on you got anybody Shout out to Weaponize. They are a beatdown band, hardcore band from New Jersey. And the guitarist is a good friend of mine. And I'm excited to see them when I go back to East Coast soon. Heck yeah. Hey. They ever going to come to Texas, do you know? Uh, we're trying to get them in Texas. We're trying to. They don't tour that much yet, but they're about to start touring. So we're trying to hook them up when they come through. Heck yeah. Shoot, yeah. get them on the show. That'd be a formal invite. Anyway, so, yeah, that's all we got for them shout-outs. And shout-out to our sponsors. Again, nobody. So <laughs> Fago, please sponsor Yeah, Fago. Dude, we get Fago. I'm cool with that, man. That'd be tight. As long as you're getting a little bit of cash in. Does that mean we got to wear clown makeup while we do our podcast, though? No, oh, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That'd be cool. <laughs> we just have to say ICP at least three times an episode. I'm cool with that. ICP, ICP. There you go. Three times. Yep. Boom. We refer to ourselves as Juggalos. Yeah. Well, Jugga Bros. Jugga Bros. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Anyways, let's go ahead and hop in it, man. There's been a lot of albums that came out, some EPs, some singles. Let's just hop right into that Lorna Shore. Did y'all check it out? Yeah, I listened to it. I thought it was. It was good. I mean, you know, it's not my. 
cup of tea. Cup of tea, particularly, but I, I like it. Lorna Shore has always been a really good band, so yeah. I haven't yet to see them live, though. So I just thought, like, as soon as I was, never really listened to them, was the album was pretty good. But then just reading that that was their second vocalist, and they just kicked them out like a month before they dropped the album. That's crazy, and they're about to go on tour. Yeah. And it was like, damn, what are you gonna do? That was crazy. No. Some serious allegations there. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, yeah. Tell us more. I remember I read I read up on it like something on like uh, harassment and stuff. Oh wow! And trying to get younger girls to you know stuff stuff. Whoa! Dang, that's pretty. Whoa! Yeah, I would kick them out too. Um, no, I, I really dug the album, man. That choral opening stuck with me. I was like, all right, I, I dig it. Like just like Moses, I, I don't really listen to Wonder Shore, but he was like, it came out, so I was like, you know what? We all about the rock. We all about the middle. Whatever the hell. So. And it has solos, dude. That's one thing I miss about music in general is solos. Like I like the I like the slow stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Like to get get down, but I like to see guitar players show off their chops, man. Oh, I love that. Like especially when they're like real like structured, progressive, like sweeping solos. That's yeah. just really really tight. Yeah, gets like, my wee wee hard. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, and then had, had a bunch of riffs, breakdowns out the wazoo. My standout tracks, though, were I'm, I'm gonna say Misery System and Obsession. I had four of them, five of them, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna just break it down into two of them. But uh, no, I really fucked with that one, or Shore Heavy. Um, it wasn't my favorite out of the ones that I've listened to this month, but. I'm pretty sure y'all know what my favorite is. Um, it's like really good to take a crap to. You just like <laughs> put it on. <laughs> that choral music. Yeah. You just hear the singing. Makes it's like entire like flex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. Um, yeah. Shout out to Warner Shore. It was a banger. Um, let's go ahead and move on to Orthodox. A lot of people give that band so much crap, but I don't think they realize that like. Adam Easterling, his grandfather was like some big music composer back in like the day and did like orchestra and like a whole bunch of like real classical. John Philip Sousa looking. Is that who it is? No. Um, he's just like a military composer. He like composed like a bunch of military songs and all that. Oh, uh, well. Back in the day. Okay, yeah. So that, that I think his grandpa was doing stuff in like this. 50s and 60s or something oh, like that yeah. so, so uh but either way he did like big band stuff like old uh like swing and mm. stuff like style music yeah yeah um and then his dad was like a composer and orchestra director for like the whatever the state orchestra is mm. for uh tennessee mm. and then adam himself grew up with like formal training with choir and orchestra and band and stuff. So and he's so, like music theory based. Yeah, so like his structuring and writing and like the way he influences his band style of metalcore is super unique and I think a lot of people don't like that because he just pulls from so much that he's not just like one generic type of metalcore. Right. You know, like one minute they'll be doing something that's really like dark and tortured and then the next they'll be doing something that's like really fun and just kind of like melodic melodic and then the next they'll be doing something like super super chaotic and just like 
off the walls, like make you want to scratch your eyes out type of stuff. So it's just like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And this album also had a lot of new metal influence and a lot of people don't like new metal. I mean I'm kind I'm kinda in the boat of not liking it just because it was one of those things that was overplayed when I was in school. I love new metal. Dude. Shamelessly. New metal yeah. But see, Especially but Limp Biscuit. I'll just say that. I'll go and say that yeah. without any shame. Like go yeah. figure, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. But I mean, you know, I just think the new metal influence on the Orthodox album was very, very present, and a lot of like the stereotypical hardcore kids and like metalcore kids were like, "No, this is whack," and yeah, like wrote latest. it off. But I think it's, I really think it's like a, a beautiful like moving album. Mm. So gotcha. Yeah. No, I feel that. What you think I haven't that? checked it out, so actually that makes me want to check it out because yeah. I love new metal too. So. No, it was a good album. Like everything that Gabe said, you know, I'm on top of that. It was a solid album. Again, not one of my favorites, and I can't wait to get to my favorite one. But uh, did you check it out? I listened to it in his car. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I like the new metal influence. The vocals, just uh, the tone of it. I don't really know, like, if I like his voice. Like the style he uses. Yeah, like. I don't I can't pinpoint it I'm not even I still would listen to it again I don't dislike it but as far as like if you think about like new metal vocals you think like Chino from Deftones Deftones. you think uh, John Davis but it it kind of sounded like like King 8 what is it King 8 King 810 or whatever yeah I I don't even dislike them too I just it's not really my thing sounded like that with new metal instrumentation. Gotcha. That's a pretty good way of doing yeah, it. That's yeah, that's a good yeah, description. I will say this is that he has like an... When he sings, he has like a natural vibrato to his voice. Mm. And even like... At the, so at the end of the Orthodox album, he has like a piano piece where he just is like playing and he's talking about how like he's willing to do anything for the person he loves, including like murder and stuff. And like you can hear the vibrato in his Jeez. voice. And I think that kind of... When he's doing like the screaming stuff, he kind of like has to push it through his teeth. I don't really know how to describe it other than that, and it's like really evident. So I know some people don't like that band because of the sound of his voice. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think they're really tight. One thing that's I was gonna say, people in hardcore for years make it so taboo to do something that's like anything musically straying away from hardcore, right? Right. And then it became kind of cool again to disobey that rule mm-hmm. and i think i don't know for sure but starting with code orange like in 2000 maybe 2012 when they started kind of like mixing in, in industrial like right. samples and stuff and then people started dressing like gothcore again mm-hmm. then people were like okay we don't care we're, we know we're a hardcore band we're just gonna make whatever we want exactly now, you know? right. and, and that's another thing with code orange like that that new sp- like well, it was like a music video too. I know they released a song, but there was a music video for it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. oh, yeah. So like, that was a lot of people didn't like it. I didn't think it was that bad, honestly. Um, I think it was kind of reminiscent of some like Slipknot style stuff. And I mean, that band's just you know people grow up, they get different, their interest and taste change. So yeah, I mean, it's like, natural, man. It's natural. So I, I just think they're just paying homage to the stuff that they grew up on and what right. they made. Like their what, band based around it like, first, yeah. yeah. So like, I can't, I can't really hate on them for it, right? So, I mean, good on them. <laughs> yeah, right. Sick. Yeah, sick. sick. Speaking sick. of uh, Code Orange and Sick, Code Orange, uh, Underworld, the Dead to Remember, and Slipknot, yeah. coming to Austin. 
who else was on that's that? It's like, it, was, it was just those four. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a really crazy. That's like, ridiculous. Mesh of <laughs> yeah, it's like a mesh of like industrial, like hardcore with new metal to like easy core pop punky kind of stuff. That's exactly. really cool. That's exactly. that's really cool to see. It's a good blend, and I saw like people be hating. They're all like, "This is like." This is like, uh, just want to make a lot of money on tour, tour. I'm like, isn't that what you're supposed to do on tour? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so the, the, uh, the Spite Root of All Evil tour is going on right now. Yeah. And, like, so many people were talking crap on that. Like, I'm, I'm Spite's all right. You know, it's not my cup of tea, but, like, you're everybody, Spike cult. Like, right. everybody right. like, gave the, the ba- like, orthodox and Burials mm-hmm. and uh, Dealer and all those other bands that played with them crap for doing that tour and I was like that's not a bad tour like I would have gone if I had the time like right. I still had my guitarist pick me up merch from that tour like yeah. I feel like people get more upset with like the draw of kids who don't know anything and they hate the band for it you know what I mean like yeah. a lot of people like they say fuck that band but really it's like the kids that go to that band's shows don't know how to dance. Right. <laughs> so, like, those are the kids that, like, push pit like it's Warped Tour 2015. <laughs> and then they're like, I hate that band. But it's just it's just an elitist taking his frustration out on their fan base. Yeah. In my opinion. No, it yeah, makes sense, though. I mean, what the DFW boys are calling them, Sprite and Orthodontist. Haters, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And it was so funny because like their vocalists started like arguing with them on Twitter, and it was back and forth, and it was so funny. Like even the old vocalist of Burials got involved, <laughs> and then Zane from Worth or from uh, Allegation like went on Burials' uh, wiki page and like took their old vocalist off and put himself as the vocalist just to mess with them. <laughs> like it's it's you know it's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Spike needs to make shirts like with the Sprite logo, but it just says Spike. That would be that would be that would make them mad. Yeah, like those those wrestling kids, those wascally weapons. Yeah, oh, that freaking video. Yeah, oh, I sent y'all that. Did I send y'all that? Yeah, you sent this. Okay, please, Mr. Wabbit. I was just like, what the hell? He was like, this is fucking funny. Don't touch my pussy. Don't touch my butt. Cheeks, because <laughs> yeah. they're mine. That was great, um, but yeah, no people be. I don't know, like it's gonna be a good show. I, yeah, but I just hate like when people, you know, hate on the fact that a band gets on a, I guess a mixed bill tour. You would say, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like the band's just trying to make a living for themselves, and they're gonna do what they can. And you know, if they felt like it wasn't right for them, they wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I can't hate because, like, my favorite, like, solo artist, Lights, she did Slam Dunk Fest in Eng- England, I think it was, in, like, 2018, and she played with, like, Kubla Khan and Knocked Loose and No Effects and, like, bands like that, you know, like, hardcore and metalcore bands. And she was up there, like, one of the headliners with them. Like, Youth of Today was on it and stuff. I, mm-hmm. pr- I'm pretty sure it was Youth of Today. But either way, there's and, like, Code Orange was on it. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you can't really get upset because, like, if they're people that are related to the genre through whatever it might be. So, like, if I were to go see Lights and all of a sudden, like, a, some sort of, like, My Chemical Romance, like, emo pop rock band mm-hmm. decided to tour with her, like, that would make sense. You can't really be upset over, you know, stuff that's through association. So, right. um, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I think the tour was great. So. Yeah, I feel that. 
No, I wanted to go to that show though, especially that, that Unity. Unity low key goes hard, dude. I I've heard they're fantastic live. I'm yet to see them live. Um, the record stuff, I was like, ah, that's it's okay. But I, just, I was at that show the other night actually. I didn't, I forgot. I didn't even know they were playing. Oh, they played. Man. I love hip hop and I love hardcore. So I it was like a good mix, man. Beating kids up. It's <laughs> a rap tight. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, like especially because even during like breakdowns, I kind of dance like it's hip hop sometimes. Like even when I spin and shit, like I'll do it with like I guess like East Coast kind of style to it. Yeah. And then the the beats actually came on. And I was feeling it. It was just like it was just like a happy and angry time together yeah, it was a good yeah, time yeah <laughs> now i want to see them live for sure well, i was trying to get them on the show man but they're um, don't get back to me. i think a really good band that they've meshed with is d's nuts because d's nuts kind of does that they do that like rap core thing yeah. so i think bands like unity and d's nuts and an older hardcore band cold world that does like the rap core kind of stuff is it like but even body count like mm-hmm. you know those would all be like that would be a killer tour to That'd see something ridiculous. like that just like a rap core tour yeah that would be ignorant like i would i would go and lose it's my just mind. coming back it, it is yeah it is so slowly but surely and it's kind of like what finn mckinsey said from the pu- the punk rock nba oh, like, that yeah, like, yeah. yeah he, and like he makes a lot of valid points and like he's really funny and he t- like he talks shit but it's like reasonable at the same time but the like his charts are hilarious though yeah, yeah, no no that's what i'm talking about like the making the good points yeah, yeah he makes good like, point like has, he just states facts and it's like it seems like he's talking shit but he just well i mean yeah so that that's what i'm saying like it's the memes that mainly do like the shit talking but they're like Dude. but they're like understandable because you're just like oh my god i know somebody that's exactly like that right. or something or like when they did like the straight edge like oh, poser yeah. or not like the poser tourist chart and that i was like damn i fall in dude that dude knows his shit too he's like been around forever and like has been through every wave of every modern hard every phase of punk and metal you could go through and then yeah. you go back and start over it and it's like playing a video game and starting again like right. and then you go through this Phase, now I'm into screamo. Now I'm into grind. Now I'm into beat down tough guys, straight edge shit. Yeah. And so uh, it's really funny to see him talk about the stereotypes of kids that come in and out of the scene. Yeah, that's pretty I just hilarious. found out about him like this month, and I binged all his content. Like, oh, he's. Good. I've been following him since he launched his like first video on YouTube, and because it was just like punk rock NBA f- talking about like Cro-Mags and blah 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 and then it was like why Bring Me the Horizon is the most hated metalcore band of all time or and I was like everything is like yeah, this guy's great. yeah. Um, but he made like a really good point with like how the future of like rock and metal is starting to incorporate like rap influence because oh, yeah, like yeah. I he made a really good point I think he said it was like the last 20 years of like modern culture have been mainly centric around hip-hop r&b rap trap whatever it might be right and that's the type of stuff that we're going to start hearing in rock and metal whether we like it or not like it's just mm-hmm. that's the influence so right. it's like i feel like rock music commercially fell off in general if you think about like the early 90s dude every any everybody listened to smashing pumpkins and Foo fighters yeah. and stone temple pilots and it just stopped and like then everything was rap and so it's like i feel like like your average person now listens to rap and it's not it's like commercial rap if we want rock to come back in general i think it's going to come back through hip-hop or with hip-hop yeah, then, then maybe just become rock again right right, right. right? yeah like because you got to take advantage of that wave to bring yourself back or bring the genre back you know what i'm saying and once you get big just like all these bands there you know they get big off of a certain genre like we we're talking about code orange 
and then they, you know, what was it Coral Orange? And then they yeah. like kind of change their style a little bit to what they want to play because yeah. they're already up there. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to take advantage and kind of experiment with their sound. So exactly, that, like that's that's yeah, exactly. Like rap core, come back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be tight. It would be it'd be tight. I'd like to see some of that because I'm kind of I'm definitely over all the tough guy stuff. So I'm just I would like to see more. Yeah. You know. So I feel like a renaissance is going on in general, and I feel even like this totally kind of off topic, but like oh, we saw CU Space Cowboy last night mm-hmm. and Sanction. Well, first of all, like Sanction sounds like it's from straight out of two thousand two, mm-hmm. like that distortion on the vocals, like the tight snare drum, uh, the dissonant like nah, 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 with breakdowns yeah. kind of stuff. And then CU Space Cowboy kind of reminds me of like old Fear Before the March of Flames, Number Twelve Looks Like You, Heavy Heavy Low Low, mm-hmm. and this the fact that that's cool again is cool because it was never actually kind of cool. It was right. like cool when you were logging into MySpace, right. and like <laughs> then like you get beat up at a show for yeah. like wearing a Heavy Heavy Low Low shirt or like right. or like what like the Irish Front, all those crazy MySpace bands, but right. that's big and it's like drawing kids now too. So I feel like everything's cool again which is how it should be like yeah should, like everything like, together you go to you go to shows and you see kids wearing like neon merch from whatever band and you know and you see kids showing up to shows wearing like uh death row record shirts and stuff right. so i mean it's like it, there there's mason from uh departure put it really well he put like a he put a status about it the other day being like we're in a current renaissance of like hardcore metal and like all other like subjective genres related to it right yet people are so quick to judge and not even give a chance to these like right. new and upcoming bands because it's and, different to them yeah and to. like they've been listening to the same crap for like 10 years like i'm sorry but i don't want to listen to dri every day like i really yeah. want to get like I want to go listen to Orthodox. I want to go listen to the new Cold Orange. Or, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> reverse. I usually make that joke. Like, yo, we'll go up to kids that like some serious beatdown kid will be like, yo, what's up? I recognize you. What's your name? I'll be like, Ronnie Racky and see if he wants see if he wants to beat me up after. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Actually, I don't even Don't think. hate on them. I'll yeah, I'm not them. hating. I'm not hating. I just like to like troll on kids that take themselves seriously sometimes yeah. by throwing something controversial in it. Right, know? right. You get a fuck it. Bro, what time is Pierce the Veil going on? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, do you guys know what time Limp Bizkit plays? Like, you know, I've said that straight up at like a beatdown show and like almost Everybody's got like, beat up. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like you fucking, I don't know, call them all fat or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, get out of here. No, but yeah, like, uh, like I was saying, we, we are in like this renaissance because not only is, you know, rock trying to incorporate hip hop into their music, but vice versa. You got, you know, Corey Taylor featured on some, um, you know, rappers uh, music. I think it was like his name's like Boo or something like that. I heard it. It's pretty it's pretty solid. And then like, you know, um, that that dude horror or that group. horror, horror yeah. yeah, they're like they're, you know, hip hop, but they got. You know samples from Slipknot and mm. like incorporate different types of you know metal bands and influences in their sound and you know it's it's kind of cool to see and uh, I'm all here for it, dude. Like I, I like listening to everything, so you know if it sounds good, if it you know has a good rhythm to it, it makes it feel good. You know I'm, I'm gonna bump it. You know regardless. That's a it, very so. very good way of putting it. So. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, you want to talk about following the first day? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I really love because uh, the he, he had a single. The remake of uh, the Dragon Me Is You, which is the Dragon Me Is Reimagined, is just it's a like a it's out on pianos until a band comes in. It's just it's beautiful. That's when I tweeted that like every artist song so beautiful. Like I was like, it's just a beautiful song. I gotta like, check it out, dude. No. It's I I watched it just because I saw so many of like the like goth core like e boy guys from like San Antonio because that's like a real popular thing for the dudes to like dress like. For the hardcore kids in San Antonio, whatever, you know, to each their own. But, like, a whole bunch of them, like, retweeted and reposted the drug and muse reimagined. And, like, of course, I was obnoxious and, you know, was mean to them. But, like, um, but, like, the, the video was, like, I will say this, the cinematography for that video was amazing, and then, like, the choreography for it was really cool, and it was, yeah, I didn't know Ronnie Rowdy, he could thing. play piano. Yeah, so, saying, like, I, I, like I, I don't like the dude, I don't agree with, it, like, what he's done what in he's his doing, past, yeah. but, like, he's a very talented musician. Talented as fuck. Yeah, like, he has, like, this crazy vocal range, he can do, like, you know, super duper, like, eh, deathcore stuff, and then he can do, like, super, like, ornate like choral sounding stuff so right. to see that and be like yo this is what we're doing now you know I thought it was interesting yeah. I, of course I still bullied the scene kids who posted it <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good guy you're such a bully dude and it's starting to catch up with me I'm getting beat up at shows now I know that fucking that karma dude karma ain't no joke dog anyways I, tell you, I believe in karma I was telling him last night he's like we should do this do that but I'm like yo karma will get them and he's like I don't believe in karma because of that. I'm like, yo, just don't, if you don't feed into it, then your karma changes. So just yeah. like literally let shit and fall. But when you have to take every you know, type about everything, what bands people like on the internet, <laughs> then you get smacked up sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it I wish works I was, both ways. I wish I was 17 again so nobody could touch me. I'm, I'm yeah. always 17. <laughs> but yeah, uh, since we're talking to you about falling in or we finished talking about falling in reverse you want to talk about that new suicide silence oh uh, new suicide like it was a good album but it wasn't the greatest album like like i told you i was like i give it like six out of ten there's like a few standout tracks it like the uh, same man yeah that's like that's, uh two was it two steps or two steps the second track on the song oh. fucking good i i, I like, will agree with you on that because like I don't know, I just feel like, you know, obviously R.I.P. Mitch, but like, ever since, and then like, is Eddie still the vocalist? I think so, the guy who used to be in as Blood Runs Black, right? Pull that up, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure, but like, they're both super talented, and that band's always been like, really, really, really good, and like, regardless of what anybody says, when somebody says Deathcore, that is like, one of the first bands you think of, and I will say this, it wasn't lackluster, but it just... When you hear, oh, there's new Suicide of Silence, okay, well, you think with, like, the modern deathcore tone that it's going to be, like, super, super aggressive, like, you know, everything else, and then I was like, okay, I mean, this is good still, and it's still deathcore, yeah. but it's just, like, it's not, you know, it's just, it wasn't what it I, be. like, I expected, like, the right. brutal stuff, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. BR-0-0-T-A-L. Zero, zero, like, back when at the cleansing days? Yeah. Oh, God. That oh. shit was... So- when that shit came out, dude, before, like, people were sick of Deathcore, like, when Deathcore was, like, a new thing, mm-hmm. and Suicide Silence was hot, dude, that shit, no one was talking shit yet, that shit, Bludgeon to Death, the one breakdown where he's, yeah. like, where he's, like, uh, you know, Dr. Small, we're like, fucking, 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 <laughs> that shit, what was it, like, uh, 
2008, like 2007, 2008, right. and all those bands that everybody had like scribbly logos and flat brim New Era hats, right. and it was uh, it was just tough, dude. I was young and I was just watching the older dudes beat each other up, literally just breakdown after breakdown of fights and like no one being left in the venue for the headlining bands ever. And, I, and Suicide Silence was like the ringleader of it yeah, yeah. until it got played out and it was. Like, we're a hot topic band. Yeah, we're a hot topic band. Good times, man. That overall, decent album. Not my favorite. Yeah, it ain't the same, man. I don't think it's ever going to be the same. Like, I, didn't, I don't think the one before that, I even think I listened to it. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, I didn't listen fact. to the previous yeah. album. And I barely touched the Black Crown, which was Mitch's last one. But, R.I.P. Yeah, I don't know. All right, on to Body Snatcher. Dude, that Good. album was Good. the Kitty Titties. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Never Homesick, best track on that album. I I, I love that like that mosh call that he has. He's like, you fucking dick! Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, that's... Like, Kyle tweeted about it, like, forever. Their vocalist, Kyle, uh, tweeted about it, like, forever ago and he's like bro when you hear this like you're gonna want to laugh but at the same time once you figure out the context of this album like you're gonna resonate with it and yeah. like the, and coming from a person whose dad was like abusive mm-hmm. and then hearing their drummer come out and then how he worked with Kyle on writing the lyrics and how he has so many of the backup vocal parts of that album mm-hmm. talking about his like abuse and all that stuff is really cool yeah. um I I forgot which uh, song it was, but it was like him talking about. He's like all the best parts of me I got from her, and he was like talking about his mom. Well, twelve right. seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like when I yeah, like yeah. actually like did the research and he, like they posted all the lyrics and stuff in the YouTube video. I was like, dang, that makes the song hit even deeper. Like, yeah, and then he was talking about like what I think he was talking about like a suicide that he or like he walked in on like somebody with a shotgun in their mouth or something like that. I don't know. Maybe, if it was... maybe it's a different one. This one's about his mom. Like at the end, is like the lyric is his mom says. Can I die yet? Like, yeah. Just going to yeah. cancer. I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah I heard that. It's just like, yeah. Just hearing that, like, hearing you say, "Can I die yet?" Like, yeah. that. That's just like it's tough, and more than just the way of being tough, like, ooh, like tough guy stuff. It's like tough in the way of like that's hard like, to dang. stomach. Yeah, yeah. Like you hear a band talking about that, and you're just like. Jesus Christ. Fuck, like, that makes you want to cry. And, like, it, it's kind of like with uh, CU Space Cowboys' late December song about they wrote uh, about one of their friends committing suicide. Like, mm-hmm. you hear that song, and, of course, people are still, like, moshing and stuff, but, like, when you hear that, you want to fucking cry. Yeah. Like, uh, they played it last night. I got yeah, to like, feel it. You got like, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, one kid, the kid that was next to me that we made friends with last night, like, he was, like, tearing up and, did, like, he was moshing still, but he was, like, tearing up and just feeling it. And, like, they see bands that aren't like typical like emo rock or emo pop rock whatever emo pop whatever bands Mm -hmm. doing and incorporating stuff that is so so like seeping with emotion and raw like hatred or whatever it might be and resentments like it's great like and i love it like it, it it speaks to so many people on a deeper level than what is just the surface of the of the song being right. cool or tough, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I enjoy like heavy for the sake of being heavy, but heavy with meaning is like oh, that gives it makes more it that much like, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a fantastic. fantastic. But no, yeah, this is a good album. Came in heavy. Yeah. Like after that, I was like, 
maybe Gabe's honestly because like all these bands he's like first was not blues then was bars like maybe Gabe's like yeah you know some good music so I started listening to freaking Judiciary and Inclination I was like Inclination I was like Oh, inclination, right. dog. Right. I told you all about that. Everybody's like, he's like, oh no, it's Ego Strike and Magnitude. Those are the best straight edge bands. And I'm like, nah, dude. Like, inclination has something that like has this metalcore influence to it, but it's like also just this somewhat youth crew revival to it. And you see the sets. Like, if you ever watch the videos of like Hate Five Six or um, what it, it what's the Eleven. Or I can't remember the, the other it's 197 media that's what it is um, if you ever watch like the videos of inclination sets it's just straight edge kids just dogpiling on each other like everybody in the venue that's sober just jumps on the stage at once and it's just so great to see so it's like there's up. there's a deep like emotional reawakening and I think it's cool that people of our generation are being like yo it's okay because I don't know about how y'all grew up in a house, but, like, for my parents and my family, like, if you didn't show blind obedience, you weren't showing love. And, like, any sort of emotional expression was wrong because that wasn't the man thing to do and how dare you. Yeah. So, like, to see this and people just being, like, I'm crying my eyes out on stage while I'm singing this, like, it's, you know, it's, it's so... Uh, so. Therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. And I was like, yeah, shout out Gabe Walker for getting me onto some good music. <laughs> that when Fear Turns of Confidence, I was like, motherfucker. That first song, I was like, oh man, it's so good. Like, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what I'm, what I'm the, getting myself the into. Line from, like, am I straight edge yet? That's why I posted that. <laughs> yeah, that, that picture with a pen on your hand. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, this is the inclination one. Um, <laughs> it was tight though, dude. I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it was real good music. But, I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, so there's this line that uh, it's uh, it's like their self-titled song on that record um, it's like through my commitment to clean living I discovered my life's true meaning and mm. when I was getting sober and like I heard this band before I got sober and I was like yo that's really cool that that dude's like he, in that song no actually he's like for like the kind of like call for it he's like I'm still fucking straight edge you know like after like years and years of just like crap happening in his life he's like no i'm still straight edge so like to hear that before getting sober and then that being kind of influencing me getting sober along with some other factors and then that line like through my commitment to clean living i've discovered my life's true meaning like my life has turned around completely after getting sober so like I don't, I don't know. Like that, just that band stands out to me so much. Yeah. So I don't. Know. We're getting yeah. all emotional with, about our music today. So I, like, <laughs> I guess that's what it is, man. That's that time congratulations on the recent eighteen months. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 eighteen, 18 months. months. Um, yeah, yeah. crazy thing is, uh, he he got sober the day before me. So oh, we're man. like neighbors. Sober and, like, buddies. We, yeah, we like we can like congratulate each other on it, and we kind of like keep each other in check and like. Be like, hey, how, how's this holding up? So it's it's really cool, it's like to have a really close sober friend, and then have a person that's in the band with me that's also sober. And so. um, it's so funny because somebody came up the other day and was like, "Yo, it's really cool to see straight edge bands coming back, especially in metalcore." I'm like, "We're not a straight edge band. Like, I'm straight edge and my bandmates sober, but like, we're not a straight edge band." He's like, "Oh no, you're a straight edge band. I saw the X's <laughs> on your hand. You're a straight edge band." I'm like. Okay. You want to call it like, that. I don't know. There's like a great debacle about that. Like how technically not all of Minor Threat was straight edge. 
Mm. But they're like one they're, of the, they're the pre- people who deem the term straight, straight edge, edge, you right. know. And like I think one of the members of SSD, like the uh, SSD control, um, like one of like the forefathers of like hardcore punk. I'm pretty sure not all of their members were straight edge either. Mm. So like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like that one video with Finn where he's, uh, the Christian core is like, yeah, they start as a Christian band, but then they end up being to be a band that has some Christian members. That's what yeah. they did. Yeah, so that's um, like, we came as Romans. Like, it's so weird to say, but like, a lot of people that I went to church with listen to that band because they're like, oh, they're such a positive band. They're yeah. like a hope core band. I was like, hope core. And they're like, well, oh, they support like self, you know, positivity and like growth through pain and all this other stuff and how things there will all be a better tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, they're like, they're definitely like the correct term is posi core so they're definitely like a posi core band but um not in the traditional sense of their like h- hardcore i mean they're like a post hardcore metal core kind of scene kid band but i mean right. they're still one of my favorite bands. speaking I don't of which have you got your ticket yet uh no i still haven't I, d- I just went out of my way to get that ticket for last night and then we got towed after all the crap that happened last night Damn. and we had to walk two miles from the venue after getting in fights <laughs> and we walked past a dead dog and Justin stepped in barbed wire. It oh was just God. like, it was a cat shit of a night. Like, <laughs> karma, so, like yeah. you talk about. <laughs> God damn it, yes. Yeah. It's the karma catching up. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm um, believing it, damn it. But yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, they're freaking good, dude. I was like, I don't know. Gabe be getting us into some good stuff now. I, I've tried. And I think I've done a pretty good part of it. Like, I've been opening my listening lately. And, like, I don't crap on as much stuff as I used to. There's still some bands that I'm like, no, that person's, like, horrible. They're, like, a horrible person. I refuse to listen to them. Yeah. Um, but then there's certain, like, genres and just new styles that I listen to now that I'm just like, holy crap, this is great. Like, with, like, the last year or two, I didn't, like, when I first got into heavy, like, I don't know, I've, I've always been listening to, like, heavier music, but, like, when I started coming to shows in, like, late 2016, because I was married, and my wife's like, yeah, let's go do this for fun, mm-hmm. um, and, like, my buddy Patrick started bringing me to shows and stuff, I used to just be about, like, the hardcore punk, like, not hardcore, but, like, hardcore punk and, like, punk rock and all that stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, like, I'm not a scene kid, I'm a, I'm a hardcore punk kid, you know, (laughs) and, like, that's, that's, you know, that was stupid of me, because, like, now I hear bands that are, like, going on that are, like, sasscore, or, like, the, the emo metalcore kind of stuff, like, wrist meat razor, see space cowboy, um, tourniquet stuff like that mm-hmm. and then i also will go and i'll go out of my way to listen to screamo bands like portrayal of guilt glassing god show you know stuff like that so it's like i'm i'm pushing Your my boundaries. boundaries and i'm starting to find a lot of good stuff speaking of boundaries the vocalist of boundaries is now doing vocals for burials oh damn and i prefer it i really? honestly think it sounds way better i never really like the Travis guy too much I just uh, whatever yeah. it's just a personal preference but I think that if this tour goes well which it has so far that he's going to stick around and continue being he'll the big permanent for a while yeah um, but yeah oh, anyway yeah. yeah back to Body Centric great yeah. great, great album. album 10 out of 10, ten out of ten. I just I got 10 out of 10 um, y'all drunk I say I say eight, 8 3 out of 10 nah, 8.3 out of 10 yeah. <laughs> that whole album um, that's great the only thing that kind of 
chat me was uh i pre-ordered the album and like i pre-ordered that because it and like the orthodox album at the same time as like christmas gifts for my wife um oh, yeah, i kept the vinyl uh, of course i kept the body center vinyl for myself but my wife loves like long sleeve hardcore and like metalcore and whatever shirts mm-hmm. so like i got her the um the black of my eyes shirt that it says body snatcher and like this real crazy like death metal impact font that you can't like even read it and then it just says chemically imbalanced through the chest mm. and then it has like brain scans of like different mental disorders oh, going dang. all the way down the arm That's it. and then it has like the lyrics of like i'll be stuck in this nightmare whatever the you know yeah or it, that whatever that vocal line was but that and that's going down the other arm and that's gotcha. really tough and then i got a the new body snatcher hoodie that has like the ak-47 on the back of it oh for and real. then it has like machetes on either arm like that's just so aggressive I <laughs> is that the to, one you wore at the show yeah oh, yeah okay because i just saw the front i said body snatcher like, yeah it's pretty clean yeah it's on the it's on the back it has like an ak-47 with like a whole bunch of spent like shell casings on the ground and it just says florida death court and i'm like that's tough like, let's see but uh yeah. What'd y'all think about the new dealer? Oh. I haven't checked it out. Oh, oh my god. I, I, know, I know he was going it. on about it. He's like, have you checked it out yet? Have you checked it out yet? Dude. Like, so my drummer and my wife put me onto that band. It was, first, my wife showed it to me, and I was like, this is kind of weird because they're kind of like Matthew, but like new metal core at the same time. Because, yeah, they remind me a little bit of the. Dead Mouth. De- Dead Mouth, yeah, yeah. A little bit. And then I. So I talked to Matt Foreman about it, like when we did the show with them. And he was like, yeah, one of the biggest influencers for this band is Dealer and, like, other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. And I'm like, that's one reason why my, my wife likes Dead Mouth is because of Dealer. And um, so this new album, it wasn't just straight up, like, new metal It was, um, I think it was, mo- honest to God, I think it was mu- much more in line with, like, metalcore and, hard- and, like, modern hardcore as opposed to the previous stuff mm. and like this had like super like mathy really progressive techie breakdowns yes. and like <sighs> instrumentation and like it really reminded me of soul keeper and sure enough because my spotify premium ran out one day and i went <sighs> to do like play on the dealer channel and it was like it did one dealer song and then it like mixes other bands that are like associated or deal that deal with like the same sound mm. and the next song that came on was uh you know, a, a Soul Keeper song. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's, I, I don't know, I think it's really tight. I've really enjoyed the album. It's a really fast album. Yeah. Um, there's not, like, you're not going to put it on and listen to it like 30 minutes, like, you know, the Body Snatcher album was, mm-hmm. but it's good. You still it get a lot out of it. So, so good. Like, it's you ridiculous. can listen to it while you're driving and, like, I, I put on the YouTube stream of it, it where they cut the gaps out between the songs or whatever, and they all just flow just so well. And I, I think it's a very, very well-orchestrated album. So, and it was tight. I agree. It was really tight. I agree. Favorite track on there, Violent Stimuli. That ending part to that song, oh my God. Because yes. you, you think it's over, and then it just goes, dude, dude, dude. I was like... Swing dog. Did y'all like, what the hell? Did y'all listen to the new Omerta? No. I'll have to send y'all Omerta. They have a lot. Of, it's like hardcore for Slipknot fans. That I don't know how to really put it other than that. Actually, I actually like, saw a video, a live video of them, and I was like, damn, these guys get down. Yeah, no, they're they're really cool. I've seen them like three times now, um, and like they're just like so in your face, like fuck you kind of yeah. shit. Like I, I saw them at a set in uh, San Antonio, and they're like 
it, when they ended the set, they're like, we're Omerita, and if you don't like us, you can suck our fucking dicks. And then they just, like, dropped the mic. Oh. No, they just dropped the mic and walked off the stage. Oh, so like, gotcha. like, that that was it. And I was like, did I like he really guys. just say it? Yeah. I and I was like, like, I was like, I like these guys. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty tight. I would, you know. But um, yeah. they just released uh, their new, like, set of songs, and that song, Hyperviolence, goes between doing, like, some real hardcore punk, like, like real fast stuff mm-hmm. with like a skank beat to being like full on like kind of tough guy metal core mixed with new metal stuff and I don't I don't know I think it's really tight mm-hmm. so if you if you fuck with that definitely check it. I'll send it to you later um, yeah we're gonna check it out for sure yeah but one last thing on Dealer is there are a few songs on there like with the instrumental tracks that they use and stuff I got like. A newer corn vibe to it because a lot of newer yes. corn they use a lot of the instrumentals and the electronic stuff too and i was all like dude i'm digging this like it, it sounds tight and then it's almost like all of their influences thrown into into one you know what i'm saying and it was just i loved it dude i was like yo this is probably the best album i've heard in a while i think it's really cool also because that's such a that tour that they're on right now like i said earlier it is mixed bill because like you know um for here, the guys from Filth were here, so they did a surprise set for like two or three songs. That's crazy. And then Unity played, then Dealer played. So you got like just really like slammy, like just heavy as hell mm-hmm. deathcore. Then right. you go to rapcore, mm-hmm. and then um, Dealer plays, which is like new metalcore. Metal yeah. And then you go from Dealer to Varials, which is like metallic hardcore metalcore kind of modern stuff mm-hmm. and then orthodox mm-hmm. which is like now they're like a, a i guess new metalcore band but they're just like a, a metalcore straight edge band mm-hmm. and then to full-on like modern deathcore with with spite yeah. so I, I don't know it's just i think that's cool yeah and, you know i'm with it dude the expressiveness is really cool and i think 20 i think 20 it's like from 2018 through like this very day to the second like there has been a real good musical reawakening. Yeah, so it, it has, and and a lot of these bands are jumping on these, you know, mixed build tours and things like that. And not only to benefit them, but their fans as well, because it's like you know their fans will only struck, you know, strictly listen to their style of music. But if you go to the show and they're not playing like you know till the very end or what have you, you listen to these you, other bands, you're like, oh shit, you know. Okay, I, now I'm really I see with why this. they played with this band exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so you get a little taste of everything and that's what i like about it so yeah um like stick to your guns just did that tour with motionless and white and bear tooth oh yeah yeah like a melodic hardcore band <laughs> is playing with like a scene kid post hardcore band right. and then like a scene kid deathcore band like what but i mean right. that's tight i mean if you listen to the stick to your guns podcast against them all like they talk about when they first started everybody hated them nobody wanted them to be playing hardcore bills at all until scott vogel from terror was like no fuck that come play with us right um but they were playing metal shows you know with like dad rockers and bikers and stuff like that's what that's what they played and people were like oh shit this band like yeah, they kind of have this evergreen terrace, like melodic sound to them, but they're good. Good, yeah. And so I don't know. I just I think it's it's really cool to see bands that, looking back in retrospect now, that came from hated roots and came from stuff where people were like, you know, this shit sucks. sucks and yeah. but now they're still around ten plus years later, and they are fucking rocking it. Killing it. Like yeah. that. I just I think that's tight. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. 
we're we're in the middle of a beautiful uh, season in music. You know what I'm saying? Not just in the rock, metal, hardcore scene, but just in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's good to see a lot of these, uh, a lot of these hidden genres, underground genres, starting to make their way into the light. So. Yeah, and they, and this like this reawakening, like you said, is so tight because like not only is it just like this expressiveness with what you came from and like emotion but there's also so much activism going on now it's like hey we're talking about global warming hey we're talking about politics some of it's kind of cringy but i mean like yeah. you know like some some of it's like we're talking about suicide a lot of people talk about depression and suicide, yeah and like they're, they're 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 talking about stuff that legitimately are affecting our generation that so many people have turned a blind eye to for the last 20 30 years yeah and that is great yeah like you know just to hear that like see space cowboy super trans positive band they literally have a shirt that says don't just beat up transphobes like or or don't just protect trans people beat up their abusers or whatever and it like you know like that's just it's cool people are speaking up and being like yo like the time to be expressive and be yourself is now look out for yourself in the future sense as well of taking by taking care of your own well-being and your the space around you so i mean it's awesome man yeah i don't know sorry that just made me really happy to talk about just because like i don't know just so much negativity has been in my life lately so to be able to like sit down and just talk positively about music and like what it's doing right now how it's like benefiting you yeah and all that and a lot of people can relate to that too you know what i'm saying whoever listened to this all seven people uh they can you know take a a listen and be like, damn, you know, Gabe's really spitting some real stuff right now. You know, it makes me feel good. <laughs> I hope so. It makes me feel and, good. You know what? It really makes me happy because, like, um, so with our song, that, like, on our demo, it's called Grapple Gang, but we're going to rename it. And it's so funny because we decided to go, like, with a screamo name for it. We're going to call Grapple Gang, we're now going to call it Justification of a Suicide Attempt, but we're going to do it, like, screamo font and all like one long word you know yeah all lowercase letters all one long word and like every time i play that song with the band like when it comes to the end when i'm like glory to god as i ended on i have like the cord wrapped around my neck and i'm like choking myself mm-hmm. and like screaming that people lose their fucking minds like you see the you see like the little scene kid in the back like getting all like you know like oh my god like he knows what i'm talking about and then you see people that are just like getting yeah. it out of the like all the hate and like you know just a raw emotion just out by like swinging on each other and it's just it's great you know and every time i start that song i start by saying i wrote this song because i tried justifying killing myself despite being a christian and mm. I had to live with it. And I didn't mm. know what to do other than say this. Mm. And people are just like, Damn. yo. <laughs> like, Slow clap. So, yeah. No. So, I mean, not literally, but no, yeah, like, no. Yeah, like, yeah, just in the sense of, I don't know. Like cool. what, it, yeah, what it's all it's, about. And honestly, that's, that's, that's our most popular song. And it's sold the most to people. And I think it all goes back to the new emotional reawakening of our culture. Yeah. And I think that's one reason why like we're we broke 550 likes today on facebook just, yeah. i mean like That's we're a, a new we're a new band we only have like a four song demo out right and we just hit 550 that y'all likes started, like what, yeah. two months ago yeah and like we have merch now people are asking us for merch we're doing a south by south like it's not an official south by southwest but still 
There's a lot of cool, good things going on, and like that's why if something stupid, something negative happens, I kind of it's so easy, easier than ever actually for me right now to like not focus on it, just be like, yo, I don't care, it doesn't phase me. Like I'm excited about A, B, and C, so never mind this little drama here with this person, you know. Yeah. yeah so he's that way. I'm the exact opposite way. I used I, to be. I, 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 I dwell to. so horribly. Yeah. And but for me, I take that dwelling and stuff, and I just like sit on it and I manifest it, and I get really upset about it. But the second I go to practice, or the second I go to play, and I'm just throwing those words into the microphone as hard as I can, like. Right. It's it's done. Like yeah. right there, I'm I'm good. I used to not be so positive, but like I. I just saw things kind of turn around in my life, so uh, I'm, I'm like excited about a lot of things. So it's like easy to not feed into other. Uh, it used to be like I'd lose sleep over certain scenarios, actually specifically involved with the hardcore scene, and like uh, then I was like, dude, I'm. Uh, it always brought me back. Like I was always like, fuck this scene, I'm done. But I can't like unlove the music. Like I always, some kids like get turned off and then stop listening to hardcore. I can't. Like I just yeah. like always. I always came back to it and I always wound up going back to a show yeah. and so it's like it kind of like has me forever yeah. but, but like uh, Michael Corleone yeah like I try to get out but it keeps bringing me back exactly but it's not all bad you know it's just like it's a it's not even bad it's just it's a it's an underground it's the underground there's no rules in the other underground so right. that's what it is so it's just like I kind of just pick and choose what I'm gonna get myself involved in and just try to enjoy the music and support bands so like yeah. last night after all that crap happened at that show and we just had a horrible day that dog car gets towed and all that crap we go to the Denny's next to my, my friend's house and my parents house or not Denny's IHOP whatever and then there's like these three Denny's, like go ahead. there's these three super drunk white ladies that are like you know very ritzy like oh my god yeah actually the opposite and, end of culture if you take and, and, if you take annoying culture like pissed off straight edge kids that want to beat you up for no reason on the other end we had these like drunk white blonde housewives talking like they were on a reality show <laughs> loud as fuck behind us it was dude the whole night was like a bad dream honestly like here you go, but, but what i was saying is that is that it's so crazy to see myself like as an adult i don't know about for y'all but just to be involved with like something that is not considered mainstream culture and how it just so heavily influences your day-to-day -day life like i i said at the table when we were eating i was like yo it would be so crazy if i just went up to them and explained everything that's happened to my in my life in the last 18 months from like getting out of the army and getting sober to having beef with people to restarting my band and the restart of my band was super successful and now i'm doing merch and i'm I, I get a tour lined up for late or sort of a tour thing lined up for late july early august you know right. it's like it's just it's crazy and if i were to tell these people that they would just be like holy crap i didn't know music does that like what you know i hear adele on the radio <laughs> you know it's like there's other stuff that goes on and music can influence life so much like for instance yeah. with this like y'all decided to start this podcast and media agency which is great because you don't see that every day right for the so I, I don't know i'm just i'm just really happy like i had such a bad day yesterday and just being able to sit here right now makes me happy no, it's kind of horrible. it was, it was like a bad dream that wouldn't end yeah I couldn't get out of houston not that even like that we're saying houston is that bad it's just whatever we did in that whole sequence of the whole day. It started off with uh, uh, fucking stepping in dog shit 
Literally, like, literally. Things are clean now, though. Don't worry. But like, yeah. like we went to we got there way early. Went to visit his friend from high school at her house. And I stepped in dog shit with both sneakers, and I got I'm like superstitious like that. I was like, dude, something's gonna go down today. I feel it. I, not that like I I was even in a bad mood. I just felt so spiritually. Something. Yeah. And then like he got in a fight. I got in a fight. Uh. A Facebook drama happened because of the fights. Like, uh, like just the dead dog thing. It's like we had to fucking. I don't know, it's weird. It was, it was just a weird thing. I was just like, dude. Um, but I, and again, again, I'm grateful that like, hey, we have we had money. He had money to get the car back. I didn't get hurt. The I shit that happened on Facebook isn't happening today. Yeah. Uh, that's like I just kind of forever. I ever since I sobered up, I just kind of cling towards like what I like, you know, what I, what I, what feels good. And then I don't have to like sink and have to like get back in a hole where I used to be. So that's, I just, maybe I'm being too optimistic in an unrealistic sense, but gravitating towards that helps me not be involved with shitty things. That's good though. You know, you gotta find those things that'll help bring you, keep you grounded, bring you back. So that way you don't do anything that'll, you know. I was gonna go back inside and attack, like hit all these kids with bottles and shit. Yeah. And I was like, should I go back in? And uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a short dude and the dude I was trying to fight, which I could have, it would have been hard. Of the, you know, sorry. It would have been, been hard. He's like 6'4", mm-hmm. but I was like gonna hit him with something. And I was like, I, in my head, I'm like, yo, but I don't really think that that's what I like, God wants me to do right now. Mm-hmm. And I look and it's both their cars are towed. So, and I was like, okay, no, nope, universe is telling me, get out, get out, figure it out, leave, and then we did, and everything's good today, and we're here with y'all. So exactly. yeah, yeah, it's tight. It's a it's a very good end. Even with like what we were supposed to go to Dallas today, straight from Houston, we were supposed to wake up super early, drive straight there, get our merch done. But like the heat lamp went out on on the merch yesterday. That was another weird thing that happened in the whole process. Of it. Lots My of superstitious buddy, weird shit. Yeah, it just. Bad, bad, bad day yesterday, and then to just be able to turn around and then wake up, go get my help my friend get his car out of the impound lot. You know, last night when we were at the impound lot, one of the kids that went to the show with us, he got his car impounded, or, or his friend got his car impounded, and then the vocalist of departures truck got impounded. So we all went there together. I we had walked and left the show before them because of the fights, yeah. but just like we all saw each other there afterwards, and the guy that like separated Justin from the other dude that like allowed Justin to get away was another one of the guys that was there that had his car impounded so it was Dang. just so crazy just to see all these people and then one of the dudes that was driving everybody who got impounded his tire popped dude I stepped on said, barbed wire in the road walking there as I caught stepped on barbed wire homies from the show passed us in a car their tire was popped from a separate thing they bumped into a curb it's like the whole vicinity that we were in was on top of like indian burial grounds or something it was cursed <laughs> like, dude, like but, I, i'm I mean, telling you, you see, we, we did something good that night though because we like he got recognized by a kid from out of town and then another thing that was this really kid comes cool. up to me he, he knew my he was familiar with my rap music he like owns my album nice. I, so I'm, I'm not that big but i, I tour uh, i have a a following and I'm supposed to put out new stuff this year to see where it goes and this kid's from Ohio which I, I've toured there a few times but uh, he's actually never seen me and he's he's another kid that's super into math core and super into hip-hop at the same time yeah. and he's, he's, he's like you know it's gonna sound weird but like 
are you disaster piece? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, what's up with merch? I've been trying to buy this hoodie for a long time online, but it's it's uh it's sold out. Like, so I'll take that out of all the like the the shit sandwich yeah. of like with like that being the icing in the middle of like that's that's cool. Like, at least I bumped into a fan from the other side of the country. That's crazy. And, and, yeah, that was and like cool. I and those other guys were completely unprepared for that kid's tire to pop. Like they didn't have the tools for it at all. And like, as soon as, car I pulled, yeah, as soon as I pulled my car out from the impound lot, like I busted out a tool set with like ratchets on it and I busted out my car jack and like all my other little tools and stuff. And I was able to help out another hardcore kid. So, you know, it's just like, there's a lot, there was so much negativity that happened yesterday, but just two little positive things that happened out of it. And then I just think the way that the two little positive things came over today, despite all the crap that happened yesterday, and then we're able to sit here today uninjured, unfazed, and right. be able to talk music and positivity is like... It's a blessing. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. A lot of, I, when I hear those people, they're like, I don't listen to music, or like, music never has had an impact to me, so I just don't like really pay attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, dude, yeah, that's cool. Like, if that's how you do your life, cool, but like music has played such a large influence in my life both negatively and positively mm-hmm. so i don't know <laughs> that's that's what i have to say about it that's so. good though man and again you guys are here so yeah that's all that matters but yeah one last thing i wanted to touch on was this new ozzy album though there's a new album? What? Yeah. He, he, he released it this past Friday, which I'm pretty sure is going to be his last one. Yeah, I mean, ever. yeah, he's, he's old, so. I mean, he's been in the hospital. He canceled his No More Tours 2 here in North America. He just canceled it. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to do it now. So, yeah, he's been in and out of the hospital. He got this album out, though, so. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. It wasn't his best album, but... It's it's kind of cool to listen to because it, it almost you hear all of his previous stuff in it you know like previous influences all the way from Black Sabbath to whenever he went solo to now you know he has a song two songs with Post Malone on there which are decent you know isn't Ozzy but it's not it's not bad so so is it kind of like how Post Malone had a rap track with Ozzy on it or is it like yeah so they have that track on there and then they actually did a rock track which with is Post on it okay. yeah yeah it's it's like a fun fast paced type of track okay sick um, and you know it, it's different not my cup of tea but you know it, it's kind of cool to see him throw all of his influences in this one album to kind of like close the curtain on you know what I'm saying it's crazy yeah. like, someone that old still getting his music out yeah that's, a, that's another it's crazy, crazy. It's, it's tight like I'm I'm gonna go listen to it now yeah like yeah. I've always thought Ozzy was I thought he was out there and he was kind of weird but I've always liked his music yeah so I'm definitely gonna go listen to that now yeah like, it's pretty it's pretty solid um there's a couple of tracks on there where it's just like yeah but you know all in all he has a song with Elton John on there Ordinary Man it's a pretty good song this deep just talks about him. He doesn't want to die an ordinary man and just wants to, you know, uh, or just pretty much saying, like, the first verse of the track is just him saying that when all the lights go down, you know, the stadium's empty, but I'm still here, things like that, you know, just saying, like, he's still going to keep going until the very end. 
even if it is just him. So that's tight. It's pretty. It's good, man. It, it's good, and I'm reading this book. Uh, my parents had this book. Uh, I am Ozzy. It's just a biography. He sat down with someone and just talks about his whole life from the very beginning to I think this was back in like the mid 2000s. So I picked it up from my parents along with some other books and uh, like the, I got this Anthony Kiedis book from that's uh, tight. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. He sat down with someone, so I'm gonna read that. And, but yeah, I just want to check this out and just to see like really what everything that happened and you know it, it's intense. It's, it's, it's cool. It's you know? yeah, like, it's to get that history and you know I'm a big history buff, so I like a lot of World War II stuff and you know now that we got into this music, you know talking about music all the time, this really getting me into looking into music history, not only with just artists but just genres in general. You know what I'm saying? Just the history of you know kind of like that punk rock NBA dude. Mm. It's kind of cool. To I like fuck with that dude. I honestly want to meet that dude. Yeah, he's so lines. nice. I have him on Facebook, and I've talked to him a couple times before. Just like messing For around. Real? I'm like, bro, I want to end up. One time I posted a status. It was like on my birthday. I'm like, all I want for my birthday is to end up on a Finn McKinty video. <laughs> and he like he liked it. He's like, okay, we'll think about it. <laughs> like we'll yeah, like you it. know yeah. like. So like hopefully one day um I don't know maybe one day I'll I'll send him like a couple bucks on Patreon and I'll send him like our album and see what happens that'd be crazy you know it's just just the the crazy just the crazy incorporation of music into life and i don't know it's just it's been it's It's cool where music can bring you not only just playing it but just by talking about it you know what i'm saying you meet a lot of cool people you get a lot of different insights on different genres so like before we you came into all this like i'll just listen to all the same old stuff and you know, I'll keep up with new tracks, but just for like bands that I knew. But mm-hmm. like, to dip my walk, dip my feet into you know hardcore and all this other stuff. You know, it's pretty cool to like broaden my boundaries and you know, it's a, it's a lot of good music out there that I haven't been listening to. And now yeah. I'm getting you know. In, in, in because of this podcast, I've also been unashamed to say that like. Growing up, I was a closeted scene kid. My parents didn't let me dress scene. I didn't get to, like, I dyed my hair black once because I was dating a scene chick, and she was like, dye your hair. It's not going to really be noticeable anyway because you have dark brown hair. And I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, I, that was the most I did, yeah. you know? And, like, I still dress like a preppy kid with boat shoes, cargo shorts, and a, you know, in a, in a polo, whatever. Like, that's what I dressed like when I was in high school because my parents made me. Mm-hmm. But, like, being able to come into this and you'd be like, yo, I still love my CK music like that. I wrestled a bear one stuff and then we came as Romans and all that other stuff. Like, that that makes me happy to hear because, like, the only other person that I really have that I'm friends with that listens to that was Justin. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's it's cool to be able to be, like... To be comfortable. Around yeah. people and be like, yes, this is what I did. I would, I've always fucked with CK music. Like, I mean, there's some stuff that I think, yeah, it was a little not for me, but, you know, there is also stuff that's great. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool, man. Music makes the world go round. Yeah. Or flat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bro, did you see that guy who tried doing, like, the flat, he's, like, a flat earther, and he was, like, some flat earth advocate. He made, like, a homemade rocket to try to launch himself over the horizon, and he had, like, a, like, a, like, a, it's, like, you know those things that, um, I forgot what they call them. Catapult. Not a catapult. It's a. Uh, it, it's like a launcher, but I forgot what they call. We just called them launchers. It's like the skids that a missile sits on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So this one had like a little chain in it to help, like, facilitate the takeoff of it, like to like help propel, like propulse it. Because obviously he can't like buy f- full on like Boeing 
or Raytheon like missile tech and put it into his rocket. But like, dude, bought, a, bought made a rocket and then made this like little system. It made a cockpit on the rocket. Okay, what do cockpits or what what do rockets and missiles not do? Rockets and missiles not do. Yeah, what do they do in, in regards to flight? Um, I know rockets and missiles explode. Exactly. <laughs> they, in other, in other words, they don't land, right? Yeah, <laughs> so just, he yeah. he got in this thing, and there was no like guidance wings on it, like a plane or anything, or anything remotely close to like a V two German rocket. How they used to have like the the wings on them so they could be guided. They're not. It's uh-huh. not like a cruise missile where it had multiple wings on it to where it could be like maneuvered. Yeah, yeah. No, this thing was just like a straight up like Acme Wiley Coyote <laughs> rocket with like a with like. A, a plexiglass like cockpit and I am not exaggerating at all and this dude is a flat earth advocate and he la- he said I'm going to prove to y'all that I'm going to launch over the horizon and come back on the other side this, this dude died <laughs> he wildly coyote he got launched my ears up this dude yeah the old white <laughs> daredevil white red earther yeah he died is there a picture of it in there well, that's what it looked like, but his was red, like the one that he flew like in. Like a legit red rocket, wild coyote ass rocket. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna wonder, is that the right launch now. video from it? If that is, that's like that's crazy. Yep, that's his. Yeah, that's his little rocket. Watch. And he was inside of that. And he's like eighty years old, or not eighty, but he's old. You know, like. What do rockets not do? They don't land. And even oh, at that... There it is coming down. Jesus Christ. Oh. Shit. <laughs> like, that's so mad. It's yeah, terrible. Like, wow. like mad in, a, in, a, like in, a, in the British word of the sense. Like, yeah. you have to be crazy to do something like that. Like, he didn't even have, like, breathing a- apparatuses or anything. So he's like, okay, well, what if he would have left the atmosphere and, like, you know, gone to the other side of the Earth? What was he going to do to survive on the oxygen in his little plexiglass bubble for, like, run 30 out. minutes? Like, as he re- as it takes time for gravity to forcibly re-enter him. And then he also has to re- survive the resurface through the atmosphere. Like, God. Like, oh, there's a red one. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Like, literally, like... Research flat earth. He's standing by that so proud. <laughs> it's just that's crazy. That's terrible to laugh at, but it's just it's what you see in that thing go. It's, <laughs> it's just going, and everyone's just like, yeah. The article says uh, likely he did not survive. That's a hard point. Likely he did not. It was confirmed within like four hours of that that he was dead, and that there was like a mortuary report that they pulled him apart from like shrapnel. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! Funniest thing I've seen all day. You <laughs> see it go, probably like a few football fields. Because <laughs> I'm gonna come out on the other side. You did. <laughs> the other side, but nose the first. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Crazy. Um, that was a good note to end on. What's that? So, what are some other things that y'all have listened to recently? Just before we, oh. uh, the Amity Affliction released a new oh. album. If you like that Tumblr emo core stuff. Which I do. I gotta check it Sick. out. Uh, I, I've been listening to 21 Pilots, Amon Marth. Um, really? Amon Marth? Dude, Amon Marth goes hard. Didn't man. they release something new recently or something like that? Uh, recently, I think. I don't think so. 
uh, last year. Yeah, last year. Uh, it's almost been a year. That Berserker, or whatever. But yeah, Monomarth, Daft Punk. I've been getting back in the a lot of Deftones, man. Favorite Deftones. band of all time. Slipknot. I love Slipknot, but like Deftones is my favorite band of all time. Dude, Deftones. You can't can't get enough of Deftones. Chino's voice is so, so many soothing. People, like, I, the I, instruments, I, like. I've, I've always been middle of the ground. I don't like them. I don't hate them either. Yeah. Have you listened to Around the Fur and oh White Pony? White Pony, like if you've never listened yeah. to White Pony in that's its the entirety, one, but that's yeah, what you yeah. gotta listen to. Okay, okay. front okay. to back. What, but what I would do is I'd start with Around the Fur, yeah, yeah. and then go to White. White Pony's my favorite, but you've got to understand <coughs> understand them first. The with Around the Fur, Adrenaline's good too, but go back to listen to that after. Yeah, I've never really sat down and listened to them, but what I've heard, like in, when they're on, I'm like, that's good. I just yeah. never went. Do the same thing. Do the same thing. Around yeah. the fur, white pony, freaking kitties, titties. I've <laughs> also been uh, listening uh, to some uh, Architects and uh, while she sleeps. Didn't Architects release a new? Yeah, they released new stuff, didn't they? Or last what, year? No. Well, who is the new band that has like the burning person on it? Oh, that's Polaris. That is. Polaris. Oh, Polaris. Oh, they really, yeah, they're, really, they're pretty yeah. good. They remind me of like uh, like Moths of Flame or whatever. Yeah. So like that, the biggest two influences that I saw is like for it, like when the album got released, it said like for fans of Moths of Flames and yeah. it became as Roman. So I'm gonna yeah. give them a check. It was pretty good. I was just on my way here. It's not bad. Okay. Cool. And I'm then uh, was it Buried Tomorrow about to release a new album? They're like your regular metalcore mm. type stuff. Buried, I enjoy Bury Tomorrow. Bury Tomorrow. Um, they just have some new singles from that album that I've been listening to. One's called uh, Cannibal. It's pretty good. Nice. Taste. Check it out. Um, for me, I so I gave Counterparts another try, and I definitely like them more now than I used to. Um, so what their latest album? Um, I just in general. I, just in general. Oh, like, just I kind of listened to like a mix of their entire discography. Gotcha. Um, and the vocalist of. Uh, Counterparts oh, yeah. does that. It's like a metallic hardcore, like super, like just like aggressive, like yeah. metal core. I'm not even talking about that. And that's so good and so aggressive. Um, and then another thing I've been listening to, I w- so we saw Typecast last night, and I listened to them before uh, we went there. That band it sounds completely different live than they do on record, and it was really cool to see because they kind of have like this high energy, real kind of new metally feel to them, and it's it's like another one of those things that we brought up earlier. It's just you see so much influence of stuff of, of what kids listen to back in the day in their projects now. Right. Um, another thing is Cursed Earth. I went back and re-listened to Cursed Earth again just because I was like, fuck it, I'm in the mood for it, and that's like they go between doing like deathcore and like metalcore but in the more hardcore related sense not like the scene stuff but like the actual like hardcore related sense and so they released um, the album last year Cursed Earth what's up? Cursed Earth released now last year yeah um and with Cursed Earth like I think one thing that they do is really cool that not a lot of other bands do is that for every song it's a different vocalist for every track or for like every track it's a different vocalist mm-hmm. and like the the most popular song that they have is fear and it's matt honeycutt from kubla khan on it and it's just like the the call out line for the breakdown is i found you you little rat fuck and then it's like dun, 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 dun. and it's just like 
Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus Christ. No, that's sick, though. Um, I'm going to check those bands out for sure. I don't know if I talked about it the last time because it came out a little while ago, but uh, uh, Nail Wound. No, you didn't talk about them, and no, I haven't. Uh, pretty good. It's almost uh, hardcore influences with some. I want to. I want to say new metal, but I don't know. I met some yeah, hardcore know. metalcore type stuff. Sick. I pretty um, enjoy Doggy Dog. If you like some some barking breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's another, bit, yeah. Don't they do that Dealers. in the new Dealer or something like that? I think it's in Dealer. They they they're like like. I think so. Um, I, I, I'd I have to that. re-listen to it, but yeah. I think they bark in it. Um, I will say this. I did something so. I've said it before, I was never a fan of Knocked Loose until the new album. And the other day, like on just because traffic was really bad, I managed to listen to the entire Knocked Loose discography, including like their splits and demos on the way to work. And I was like, okay, I see why people like them now. Like even before this album, I was like, okay, now I get it. I see why that band's so successful. So I don't know. That's pretty cool. Nice. What about you, Herb Boy? What you been uh You are her. <laughs> I'm not her. <laughs> what what's, am I listening to? Yeah, what's what's been your uh, last couple most recent listening to for the last like two weeks? I've been listening to honestly just a lot of Deftones, Hell yeah. a lot of White Pony, and uh, Sovereign Strength, which is like a super heavy Christian, I guess, beat down hardcore band. I've been going back. It's so crazy, Christian beat down hardcore. They're like, like I, yeah, <laughs> it's I, just like so. Yeah, I've been listening to like a lot of like 2000, 2008, 2009, Reign Supreme. Uh, as far as newer stuff, Antagonist AD. Mm. Uh, mm. A lot of Unbroken Wings, and uh, some. Uh, Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, Nirvana. Fear Before the March of Flames, too. Also some 25 to Life. 25 to Life. Yeah, oh, so my like God. Over the place, oh, man. my God. 25 to Life. You know who that is? Rick to Life. He's, like, the hardcore dude, and he got, like, mixed up in a whole bunch of, like, I just, I just political the, I, conspiracy. He's just yeah. a whack job. Now he sells, like, bootleg hardcore merch on I, his, like, personal page. All drama <laughs> aside, I was just in the mood to listen to some ignorant, like, mid-90s hardcore, so I put on... First, I put on Scarhead because I really, actually, really like Scarhead and Crown of Thorns, and then I put on Twenty Five to Life, and I was like, okay, enough, you know. But I, uh, I love that shit, honestly. You, you want to know something funny? The introduction to me with like heavy music, and specifically that band, Twenty Five to Life. That was the first hardcore band that I ever listened to. I was like six or seven years old, and they were on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. Twenty Five to Life is on. Yeah. Um. Here, I'll pull them up real quick. It's. 25 to okay so 25 to life it's the song over the years the song over the years is on tony hawk's pro skater 2 it's crazy and that was like my first and like i realized it when i got older but that was like the first hardcore band i ever listened to and that and that like that song stuck in my head as a little kid growing up and i never knew who it was and then for me to find it years later when i'm a hardcore kid and then like find out who that band is and how wacky their vocalist was and all this crazy stuff. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that's... That's what's that's up. That's life, is it? Yeah. They, um... They, they, they're like the ICP of hardcore. <laughs> like, that's the best way to describe it. Well, there were, like, a lot of members in that band, so I wouldn't, like, speak on behalf of the whole band, but uh, that guy, Rick, Rick I said a lot life. of weird things on social media that... A lot of other people that I look up to in hardcore are not so fond of, 
and I've seen other people that I that I actually look up to call it call them out and shit I don't get involved with any of that but yeah, that, it's a real thing it's like I said I mean for instance he was selling bootlegs crow mags uh, merch the other day and, like on his page and he was like had pictures of himself being like this is what it looks like on me I'm modeling my own stuff and I'm just like, like I think he's right. mentally ill oh, I, I, I do too yeah. at this point like he's either he hit his head too many times playing shows or like he did all the drugs and stuff that he did have his turned. wires all loose. Yeah. loose. yeah. So I think he's just experiencing early onset dementia. Is this how you want to end this podcast? Talking about Rick, Rick Keeley? <laughs> yeah, why not? All right. It's just, it's just right. you know, it's part of this subculture art. So yeah. cool. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah, that's all we got, man. <laughs> Rick to life, man. Rick you got to talk about him. Rick to life. So, man, we're going to check out 25 to life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I am. I, I'm interested now. I'm actually going to go back and, you know, do a little bit of research on this guy. So yeah, he, he, he's check out the song on Tony Hawk. Like, on the, on I remember the, playing the game. I don't remember the song. On the Olin page, they invited him to join it, oh and God. they were gonna like roast him on there just to like mess with him. And then Zane from Allegation also messed with Rick to life and like talked to him, and it was it was just it's funny. I don't know, those cats are funny. <laughs> What's on on a better note? So Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis is making a comeback. Y'all remember Rick Moranis from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Oh, that, I, yeah, I that, that, that movie. Yeah, yeah. The, with the glasses? Yeah. He, he, like, stepped out of acting for, like, Oh, yeah, because he wanted to just wife, be a dad, right? Yeah, his wife died. His wife died. Wanted so he wanted to just be there for his kids. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're all down, so he's coming back. They're, doing, like, they're doing, like, a... I don't Little know if Giants 2? Oh. No, I don't know if it's, like, a reboot or if it's just, like, a new branch of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But, That's what's up. So, Rick Moranis, not Rick to Life. I was going to say, wasn't he the dude who was also in Spaceballs? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Spaceballs, Little Giants, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That dude was a. He was was, a 90s star. Yeah, 90s star. Everybody knew about Rick Moranis. I never knew his name, honestly. For real? Well, now you know. I knew him as a nerdy guy with glasses. If you don't. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. If you say that. He was an actor back in the 90s. Looked kind of nerdy with glasses. Oh, play the Little Giants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yep. yep. So that's a better note. Yeah. That we ended on, so. That's cool. I yeah. didn't know that he took a break from acting. I just assumed that he just like stopped because a lot of people do that nowadays. No. Nah, so. Yeah. He wanted to be a dad. What do y'all think about the new Batman stuff? Dude, I love it. I th- I'm kind of weirded out by the faceplate because they said there was going to be like the old like 1930s Batman was going to be the influence for the suit and it's I like a, a lot of the 60s influence yeah especially the Adam West it. yeah I'm, 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 I'm with it I, I'm I, I'll see it in action I like the way they made the bat on the chest look because that's kind of like a modern like armored kind of techie look like I get the I vibe with that but like the face just kind of like threw me off so I don't know I feel like it's going to be interesting because I've I feel like Robert Pattinson looks good underneath the cowl. Yeah. Like he has that like that chin. real square chin with like this real mild amount of shadow, five o'clock shadow slash stubble. Yeah. You know, so I feel like he's gonna be a good Batman. Yeah, no, so. I love Batman, man. And speaking of, you're talking about like 1930s uh, Batman. I actually have the Batman. It's called the Batman serial. Um, Batman serials. So, and I got it on DVD. So if y'all want to check it out, dude. Really, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's tight though, cause it's like during that time, the U.S. was at odds with like, uh, what was it? 
Germany and like Korea and all that, you yeah. know. So the main villain is uh, Doctor Doctor Taka or something like that, and he's some Asian-looking dude. So they're trying to fit in with the times of during that time whenever they're at odds, like Batman coming to save the day against some Asian dude or whatever. So yeah, the, dude, that, that was a big thing. Like Doctor Seuss did propaganda for the U.S. during World War Two. I it, uh, I think there's a big collection of books, and it's like, you know, Cat in the Hat style drawings of like, it's it'll be like Nazi Germany, and it'll be like some Lorax looking thing with like a Hitler stash, and it and it'll and it'll be like him bashing the tail of something, and on the tail it says Russia, but it it'll show like the rest of the animal inside of the cave and then it shows Russia being like this giant like crazy dinosaur with like razor sharp teeth you know so it's like but it was like it it was a way of saying that like you know they thought that they were going to be able to take out a country that's pretty much only because the small part of the tail was supposed to represent the European side Mm -hmm. of Russia but all the rest of Russia is like goes out into Asia and you know right. northern Asia and stuff like Siberia and whatnot right. and that's what the rest of the dinosaur was depicting it's because they covered so much landmass that they were able to pull from everywhere, everywhere across that entire country and they s- still to this day have one of the biggest militaries so it's just like it's crazy to see how that's affected like pop culture into that sense like there's Wonder Woman comics and Captain America comics where they were fighting Nazis. They were punching Hitler in the jaw and stuff. You know, yeah. like it, it, they even reference it in the Captain America movie. He's like, I'm the only man who's ever popped Hitler in the jaw three times and lived to tell the tale. You know, like it, it's because of the comic book. Right. So like, he, I know that. yeah. So it's just it's it's pretty interesting. Like there's Superman ones of him. Uh, I think there's like a Superman one of him going to like the front and like helping. Like the European front and helping or something like that, yeah, like protecting soldiers from getting hit by cannon or, or like tank rounds or something. I don't, I don't remember what it is. There's like just a picture of him like lifting up a tank from back in the day. So yeah. that's pretty. That's crazy. There's a whole uh, like book, of, like our book of it. Doctor Seuss goes to war and it's just all his political stuff. Yep, I had that's it. Dope. Right, look that's crazy. Game. I knew that. You well, too yeah. can sink you. <laughs> Did you know that? Um, I, th- I think it was called Operation Falling Star. It was a uh, Patton tried convincing. Uh, I think it was Eisenhower to uh, attack Russia after World War Two because he's like, "Hey, their numbers are down, and they're occupying Germany, and the majority of their armed forces are in Germany. So why not just take them now so we can reclaim Germany for ourselves?" Right. And like. Eisenhower was like, "Nah, dog, you're stupid." <laughs> and it actually got in, it actually got in him trouble. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but there was there there like they released the documents for that in like the early 2000s. Like it was like a disclosed thing that nobody knew about until the 2000s, and they released like the CIA dossier on it. That it's like it's like a it's like the thickness of a Bible. Damn. Just being like what they wouldn't wanted to do and how they wanted to push Russia back to like. St. Petersburg, not Moscow. Like they wanted to go all the way past Moscow and to the point to where like where St. Petersburg is, mm-hmm. and then just like be like that's Russia, and then give that part of Russia back to like Belarus and Poland and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was that's crazy. crazy. Little things people don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. No, that's aliens. Aliens, man. Check that man. Like Batman, new band name: K Crusaders. That's K Crusaders. Yeah. Let's do it. What's the uh, 
speaking of aliens, go watch this movie called Horse Girl. It's really weird. I've heard about that. It, it's like sci-fi aliens, like this chick who slowly loses her mind over time, and you can't tell if she's actually getting interfered with aliens or not, or if it's just her having psychosis episodes because it runs through her bloodline. What the heck? And it has the chick from, um, you ever watch the show Glow? on Netflix yeah. it's, it's about like the female wrestling during the 80s that had like their own like it was like the female equivalent of the WWE and it had like real characters and storylines in it well it's like the main actress from that is the actress for Horse Girl and it's really cool so Horse Girl check it out yeah it's a very artful movie yeah. nice nice well sick yeah great podcast yeah it was a good one but yeah uh be sure to follow us on social media <sighs> at the devil's mic on instagram facebook twitter and keep up with everything we got coming on uh coming up so whenever stuff does come up <laughs> but yeah so that's all we got for today's episode again stay metal as fuck <laughs> oh also my band has an instagram oh. now i forgot to say oh that. yeah yeah it's Shout at belligerence tx so come check us out we just post pictures of ourselves being stupid <laughs> and, and like stuff post nice. more videos add us on myspace yeah myspace on myspace at sky eats airplane and yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever uh aim hit me up on aim aim yeah hit me up on everything zanga zanga find them on linkedin Fan to fan. Do you ever did y'all ever mess with that website back in the day? Fan to fan. It was no, like the precursor to YouTube for oh. music people. Yeah, it was like MySpace meets YouTube put together. It was really interesting. Only fans slash the Devil's Mike follows. <laughs> Rose Sanction did that. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, they made an OnlyFans to like help pay for food and gas on the road, and they just like do stupid shit. <laughs> Looks like that's what we gotta do. Nah. Watch me bash a watermelon over my own head while Danny screams, I'm a banana in the background. <laughs> like <laughs> With his titties hanging out. Hey. Hey, I'm down. And I got Sick. them cones. Hey, me too. Sick. Sick. All right. Sick. Yeah. On the real, stay metal as fuck. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.